time basketball a new segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast uh, we've actually divided up the podcast every week into three segments uh, we have um, basketball uh, on either monday or tuesday uh, we have football on either wednesday or thursday and then we have hockey on friday um, so big time basketball our basketball segment uh, will be uh, online every monday or tuesday so just look out for it and uh, we're going to start off this first episode by just recapping uh, a lot of the games from Monday. Um, so just looking at the slate, uh, we had one game postponed, and that was the San Antonio Spurs and the Indiana Pacers. That was a pretty big game for both teams, but uh, it should be made up later uh, in the season. Um, and then just looking at the games, uh, we had Chicago beating Houston 120 to 100. Um, it, it was just a, a game that Houston really needed to win. They've been on a losing skid as of late and they couldn't get it done. Um, I mean, just looking at Chicago, like um, Zach Levine's just been on a tear. Um, he, he was named to the, uh, the all-star uh, reserves uh, today. So that, that's uh, great for him. Uh, he's a solid player. And I think that um, he really deserves to be in the actual all-star game and not just in the dunk contest. Um uh, what do you think of this Chicago Bulls team um, just as a whole? Um, they are 14 and 16, so they do have a losing record. But uh, what do you think about them, uh, whether it's from this game or just going forward? Um, well, they obviously had a, a big game. They blew out Houston by 20. And I know Houston isn't like, you know, they're not the same without um, Harden. But I guess it's I guess it kind of shows just uh, I guess the impacts that Harden had on the Rockets so I guess it's for them being 14 and 16 that's not too bad considering the the Bulls haven't really been a winning team in a long time and that's pretty close to 500 so I'd say it looks like they're on a pretty good um, trajectory for their team going forward. Yeah, I think that uh, not just Zach Levine. I mean, Kobe White's been playing fantastic. He had 24 in this game. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. had 18 in this game uh, to go along with Zach Levine's 21 points. Uh, Wendell Carter with the double-double there, 18 and 13. So, I mean, this, this team has a lot of solid players, and not just solid players, solid young players as well. Um, and I guess just going forward, uh, they, they might not have a winning record by the end of this year, but I think hopefully next year they'll be a, a pretty good team in the East. Yeah, I think so as well. And for Houston, uh, they really need to turn things around going forward. I know they've been without Oladipo, um, and I know John Wall sort of had to be, uh, carry the load by himself uh, with the release of DeMarcus Cousins and just with P.J. Tucker being in trade talks. So uh, I think it's just been really tough for the Rockets, but hopefully uh, they'll bounce back in the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming games, actually. Um, and then looking at uh, another game, we've got Dallas beating Memphis 102 to 92. Um, that game was a little closer than the other one, um, but definitely Dallas uh, has been playing better as of late, getting very close to 500. They're now 14 and 15. Um, just looking at this game, um, Tim Hardaway, 29 points, four rebounds. He had a fantastic game. Uh, Jalen Brunson, uh, who we will be talking about in, in our fantasy pickups, uh, he scored a 19, uh, 7, and 3. So another fantastic game from him. 
And then uh, Luca being his usual dominant self with 21.7 rebounds and five assists. So um, I, I just want to get your reaction sort of uh, on Dallas's upward trajectory and sort of uh, Memphis c- coming down a little bit. They've been dropping games as of late. Um, well, it's good for the magic. I know, um, it's been yeah, a the Mavericks, a, the Mavericks. Yeah. The Mavericks, my bad. No, it's all so good, it's good. been a bit disappointed, put disappointing for, um, for Dallas because they were supposed to, they're supposed to be kind of the, the rising team. Like Luca's basically a rising star in the league and they've, they've had, um, I guess a disappointing, I guess, first part of the season, right up to the All-Star game. So I'm sure they're probably going to do like a big playoff push as they they do believe they are a playoff team. So I guess we'll see um, how far they can make it and if they can kind of turn things around. They are close to 500, as you said. So they just kind of have to get a winning record at this point and then I guess take things from there. And I guess for... Um, Memphis, I guess, uh, it's not really the, the best to kind of, I guess, lose this game, but I still think they're still a decent team, but I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, John Morant was really the more dominant player on their team. He dropped 22 points, four rebounds, nine assists, along with two steals. So he did have a pretty good game. And then there was just a little bit here and there from the rest of the team, but not enough to really, uh, push them to, to this victory. And I, I guess going to the next game, uh, we have the Miami Heat beating the OKC Thunder uh, 108 to 94. Um, just taking a look at the box score for this game, uh, we had Jimmy Butler with 15 points, four rebounds, nine assists. Bam Adebayo uh, with a double double, 19 and 13. Then you had um, Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Nunn both over 20 points and both over five rebounds with Nunn adding nine assists, three steals and two blocks. So a big game from Kendrick Nunn. And uh, yeah, this Miami team looks like they're rounding out into form. Uh, they had a, a rough start at the beginning with the whole COVID issues, but you know they're, they're sort of getting back their, their swagger that took them all the way to the NBA finals last year. Uh, do you think this Heat team is going to make the playoffs this year uh, with how uh, how bad the East has been. Uh, where do you see uh, the Miami Heat finishing? Um, I think that they should be able to turn things around. I think, um, be, I think they should be able to at least get like kind of a mid seed, like maybe like fourth or fifth. Not because like they're a bad team, but because they've had kind of such a rough start with the whole COVID situation. So, I think they're obviously their seed is going to be lower than how. Um, good they actually are but I think they should be able to reach the playoffs yeah I think so too they're just too good of a team when healthy to 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 miss the playoffs there in the east Um, and then just looking at OKC um, the most you got out of a player was Shai Gilgis Alexander as usual 27 points two rebounds five assists he had a very solid game and uh, I mean, just uh, the this is more of a rebuilding team, as we all know. They probably won't make the playoffs this season with, with the start that they've had, uh, starting out uh, twelve and nineteen. But uh, yeah, just uh, it, it seems like a pretty solid effort from them. Um, hopefully, you know they'll be on the better end uh, in their next game. And yeah, I do like Miami going forward. Uh, we'll, we'll see uh, whether they can make that playoff push. Um, 
And then um, the next game we have here, um, Phoenix beating Portland 132 to 100. That's a big win. I know a lot of people liked Portland going into this game, but uh, it looks like Phoenix just made quick work of them. Um, Phoenix playing solid. Obviously, we got Devin Booker, a 34-4-4. I know he was the most notable snub for the All-Star game. We will get to that. Um, and yeah, he's just been such a dominant force. DeAndre Ayton, 19-5-2. He also had a solid game as well. Um, and yeah, just um, this team just seems to be on a roll. And Phoenix, uh, they made a splash there in the bubble last year. And it really looks like they're going to be a, a tough team to beat in the playoffs. And um I guess uh, just looking at this game, would you still say Phoenix is a better team than Portland overall? Like, does this game tell us anything or um, are these teams closer than that score indicates? Um, I think, I feel like it should be closer, but I do think that Phoenix is a better team. Um, I th- also think that like, like Portland, they have like a really solid offense, but their defense hasn't really been as good as their offense so far. So I think that, if Portland wants to kind of make it farther into the playoffs, they have kind of have to make some defensive adjustments. Yeah. I think also they're really missing CJ McCollum and Nurkic as well. Um, they've both been out for an extended period of time. Um, I guess just getting them back uh, would really increase their chances. Uh, Cause I know Lillard's really had to pour it on. He had 24 points and seven assists in this game. And, uh, I know Cantor's was really good. He had six points, 15 rebounds. So he, he was pretty solid as well. But other than that, they didn't really get much. So I, I think if they can get that boost from McCollum and, and Nurkic, especially, you know, uh, they're in the paint. I think that they'll, they'll be really solid heading into the playoffs. Yeah. The injury is probably what's kind of holding them back the most. Yeah, I think I'd say so as well. And we had another dominant game from the Utah Jazz once again. Um, the Jazz beating the Hornets, uh, one thirty-two to one ten. I mean, Utah's just been on a roll. They've been steamrolling teams. Um, Donovan Mitchell, twenty-three points, four rebounds, eight assists. You had Jordan Clarkson off the bench with twenty points, two rebounds, four assists. Uh, you had Joe Ingles and uh, George Niang with both having twenty-one points. Um, just looking across the stat sheet here, you have Mike Conley, 15, 2, and 5. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 10, 12, and 1. Like some really solid stats from this team. Um, is there anyone that can stop this Utah team? I'm not actually sure. I think that they might be the best, I guess, regular season team this this year. Um, I guess in the playoffs, we'll just have to see. But it looks like... Like uh, every team that they meet, they just beat at the, they've, they just look really solid. Yeah. I've really been noticing that from Utah, they've been solid um, both in game wise and fantasy wise as well with uh, players from their team, just putting up great stats. Um, And then just looking at the Hornets, uh, Gordon Hayward, 21 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Uh, PJ Washington, 17 points, three rebounds, four assists, four steals. LaMelo Ball, 21.7 rebounds, four assists, three steals. Lots of steals on the board here for Charlotte. Um, and then you got Malik Monk, 20.6 rebounds. Um, and yeah, this this team was pretty solid in defeat. Um, I know that um, things have been not really going the Hornets' way. They do have a 14 and 16 record, which means they are still in it in an East that has a lot of 
losing record playoff teams, but uh, do you really think that the, the Hornets could make the playoffs moving forward? Or do you have a lot of questions about their, their roster or their, or the way they're playing? Um, it's, it's going to be kind of tough to say, because as you said, there's a lot of um, teams that have losing records trying to make it. So it, I'd say like the, I guess like the bottom three spots are going to be the toughest spots to fight for in the East. Um, I'm not sure if they'd make it like this season, but I think maybe next season they'd be able to. Yeah, I think I'm thinking that as well, because I know uh, we'll get to the standings uh, for NBA, but they're sort of uh, right there on that bubble, like you were suggesting. And yeah, it'll definitely be tough for them to get in. Um, and then uh, just looking at uh, one big game from last night, it, it was actually an overtime finish. Uh, we had the Washington Wizards beating the LA Lakers 127 to 124. I know that um, if many of you had seen uh, comments, it, it, uh, whether it was uh, it, our comments in YouTube videos saying to uh, to hammer Washington at plus seven. Um, they have been just really close in every game. And like they've been winning. Uh, we hadn't seen them winning like this. And they've been winning and they even beat the Lakers. So we knew that Washington would keep it close. It was just a matter of whether they could get it done. And they definitely did get it done in this game. And just looking at the Washington uh, stat lines here, we got Bradley Beal, 33 points, seven rebounds, six assists, three steals. He's definitely a deserving all-star this season. We also had Russell Westbrook, 32 points, 14 rebounds, nine assists, almost a triple-double there. Um, yeah, they, this team was just solid. Uh, those two really carried uh, this team. I mean, uh, Ruri Hachimura also had uh, 15.6 rebounds and a steal. So another fantastic game from him as well. Um, it looks like the, the Wizards are kind of far out from a playoff spot. But I mean, I guess it's just sort of building to next season, like you said, about a lot of these teams. Yeah, it's going to, especially with... Um... I guess how the East is shaping right now. I think a lot of teams are gonna. They're they. It's not that like they're necessarily bad, but they're just like a couple of pieces away from being able to make a big push. So, especially this season because it's been kind of tough with how everything's going on. I think that next season might be a better kind of, I guess, test for most teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then just looking at the Lakers stats, uh, LeBron James, 31 points, nine rebounds, 13 assists, also just short of a triple-double in this game. Kyle Kuzma, 14 points, 11 rebounds, two assists. You had Catavius Caldwell-Pope, 21 points, three rebounds, and an assist, as well as Montrez Harrell with uh, 26 points, nine rebounds, two assists. And you can really tell that this Lakers team is missing Anthony Davis. I believe that he is the superstar of this team. LeBron is sort of the guy that's holding this team together. But in terms of the real unguardable player on this team, it is Anthony Davis. And the way he dominates for this team, he's one of the main reasons that they won the NBA championship this year. Uh, do you think the Lakers should be concerned uh, at their play without Anthony Davis? Um, maybe not in like, for example, the first round, but like deeper, like if they make it into the conference finals or the NBA finals, I think that would kind of start to be a concern because during when it's like kind of like crunch time, you normally want somebody like Anthony Davis around who can just kind of just score, score at will. And you can't really stop him consistently. 
So I think they're going to really miss that um, depending on how severe Anthony Davis's injury is. Yeah, I definitely can see that. Uh, I say they're definitely a a finals contender with Anthony Davis, but without him, I think there are teams like the Utah Jazz, which we mentioned that could potentially beat them in the playoffs uh, with uh, a big paint presence like Rudy Gobert. Uh, being uh, healthy for them and and the Lakers not having Davis. So as long as Davis comes back and he's healthy, the Lakers should be fine. But I guess right now we have a few questions. Um, Just looking at the Tuesday games, uh, we are uh, like some games are still going on as we're recording, but we can take a look at some of the final games here. Uh, Cleveland beating the Atlanta Hawks by 1.112 to 111. Uh, that, That was a tight game. Uh, uh, these two teams are two wins apart. Um, Cleveland really sort of moving up closer to Atlanta um, and Atlanta is really falling. Uh, They have been falling as of late. Um, So just taking a look at the stats from this game, Colin Sexton has been a force for Cleveland, 29 points, one rebound, five assists. Um, And then you just got some other solid performances. Darius Garland, 17 points, two rebounds, eight assists. Um, and yeah, this um, Cleveland team, um, I know they might not make the playoffs this year, but they have been playing really well as of late. And then just looking at the Atlanta Hawks, uh, Trey Young, um, good as usual, 28.7 rebounds, 12 assists. You have uh, Kevin Herter, 22.3 re- rebounds, one assist. And then Clint Capella throwing in the double-double there, 12.16 rebounds and an assist. Uh, what do you think is going wrong for this Hawks team? Why have they been in such a skid as of late? It's kind of hard to say because I kind of expected them to kind of like make the jump and and get into the playoffs. Um, Maybe it's just kind of like a slump, but yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I I think that it's definitely something that they need to bounce back from if they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, As we're speaking, they are 11th in the East, so they are letting it slip a little bit. I know Cleveland's been below them, but Cleveland is sort of trying to close that gap. So uh, it would really be interesting to see, like you said, those final three um, playoff spots. I know um, Boston's at 500 as we speak. They're holding that sixth spot. And then the teams below them all being under 500. So it'll definitely be interesting to see in the coming weeks. Um, And then just looking at another final game here from Tuesday, uh, Detroit beating the Orlando Magic 105 to 93. Uh, These are a couple of bottom feeders uh, from the East. I'm um, just looking at some of the stats. Um, Josh Jackson, 18.7 rebounds. Uh, Saban Lee, 21 points, three rebounds, four assists. Um, Jeremy Grant, 17.7 rebounds and six assists. Some solid uh, play from some of the players there on Detroit. And then just looking at Orlando, uh, Vucevic dominant as usual, 20, 20 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Evan Fournier, 14 points, three rebounds, three assists. So they did have some solid performances, but ultimately... Uh, it hasn't been enough. I know Orlando's been in a pretty big skid uh, in the past few weeks. Um, I, I, are you going to write off uh, both of these teams now for the playoffs, or would you say any of them still has a chance to get there? Maybe not Detroit. Um, they had a really big game tonight, but they're, I'd say that their record is too low for them to make it, especially because the season is going to be a lot shorter so it's going to be a lot harder to make it back from 9 and 22 i'm not sure if any uh teams actually done that yeah i think 9 and 22 is just a little too far i I believe orlando's done as well they've just been sliding a little too hard to sort of 
turn it around. But if they can turn it around, congrats to them. Uh, just looking at another final game, uh, the Brooklyn Nets being the Sacramento Kings, 127 to 118. Uh, I don't think this game was ever in doubt, uh, even from the start. Uh, just looking at some of Brooklyn's stats, uh, Bruce Brown, surprisingly, 29 points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal. Fantastic game from him. Uh, James Harden, also 29 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists with that triple-double. We've got Kyrie Irving in here, 21 points, five rebounds, seven assists. Another solid game from him. And Joe Harris throwing 18-4 and four, uh, for, for a solid game from him as well. Um, Brooklyn just doing what they should be doing, blowing out teams. Um, they're going to need to do that. They seem like the odds on favorite in the East this year, unless Philadelphia has anything to say about that. Uh, what do you, th- what do you think about uh, Brooklyn? What's the ceiling for this team? Do you think this is a championship caliber team? Potentially. I mean, they were already a playoff team with Levert as their kind of their leader. And now they have Levert and like three of the best players in the league on that team. So especially if Levert comes back, there's pretty much, there's like no team that I think that they're going to have too much trouble against. Um, I think Levert, um, I, I don't know whether he did go through in that trade because I know he was pending a physical. Uh, he might have gone through in the trade uh, to one of the three teams involved with the trade. I don't know. Oh, right, that, yeah, was, yeah, that was yeah. pending the physical. So I'm not 100% sure whether he is playing right now. Um, or not, but uh, yeah, he definitely had to have some surgery for something for, from what I heard. So um, I think it was like he had a benign tumor or something, something like that. I don't know whether he's with the Pacers or, or whether he's still with Brooklyn. I'm not sure about his status. I know that uh, the trade was pending a physical. So yeah, um, yeah. but, but uh, even without um, Lavert, this team is solid. Um, I don't think uh, losing uh, Karis Lavert would, even put this team um, in jeopardy in terms of a finals appearance. And then just looking at Sacramento um, for this game, De'Aaron Fox, 27 points, one rebound, eight assists. Tyrese Halliburton, 23 points, five rebounds, nine assists. Uh, Rayshon Holmes, 18 points, 11 rebounds for the double-double. And Harrison Barnes throwing down 18 points as well. Um, This team did play well, but I mean, it's Brooklyn it's sort of just a write-off at this point, uh, Sacramento. Uh, it's tough for them. They're 12th in the West right now. They have a losing record. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. The West seems like it's very tough. But, I mean, we keep saying it gonna, it's going to be next year for Sacramento. Um, I don't know. When is it time to blow this team up and start over? It's kind of hard because they're in a position where it's like, even if they blow up their team, are they going to be like at the exact bottom of the West again? Cause they've been like kind of like close to the bottom for so long. It's like, where do you kind of really go from here? Yeah, I, I understand that it's going to be a tough road for them, but we'll see what they have to do. Uh, I get, I just got word of a couple more final scores here. Got golden state uh, beating the New York Knicks one fourteen to one Oh six. Um, Definitely a big game uh, from Golden State um, as they really make that playoff push. They are sitting at eighth in the East in the Western Conference uh, as of right now. Um, just another big game from Steph Curry: thirty-four points, six rebounds, six assists, three steals. Solid game. You got Kelly Oubre: nineteen points, eight rebounds, two assists. 
We also got Draymond Green, seven points, nine rebounds, 12 assists, two steals, three blocks. Solid fantasy day for Draymond Green. And then we got James Wiseman here, 14 points, two rebounds, one assist. Another solid game from him as well. Um, this Golden State team just seems to be rounding into form. I think they'll be a playoff team. What do you think? Yeah, I think they should be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think that they'll definitely be a playoff team. Um, and then just looking at the New York Knicks, uh, Julius Randle, solid game from him. Congrats to him on being an all-star this year. 25 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, Alfred Payton, 20 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. And Derek Rose adding 16 points, 4 rebounds, and 8 assists. A solid game from him as well. And for the Knicks, uh, they are still sitting at 7th in the East. Um, their record uh, is still below 500. So what do you think their chances are of making the playoffs? Do you think a team like Miami might come up and pass them? Or do you think the Knicks can sort of hold uh, that spot? I think Miami does have a chance of passing them, but I can kind of see the Knicks maybe in like eighth or something. And yeah, because their their defense is actually one of the better um, defenses in the league, I think. But they're just kind of, yeah, they're they're kind of like they're that team that's like they might not be able to go all the way, but I think you could maybe see like a first or second round appearance from them. Yeah, I think I can agree with you. Uh, they are looking good enough to be a playoff team, but we'll definitely have to see uh, with how things are going. Um, some breaking news here. Your Toronto Raptors did lose tonight by a score of 109 to 102. It is Philadelphia, so uh, I think we can give the Raptors a pass on that one. Philadelphia is a solid team this year. Um, yeah, as always, Joel Embiid, solid 18 points, 11 rebounds for the double-double. Tobias Harris, 21 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. And Ben Simmons, 15 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists for a solid game from him, close to a triple-double. And then just taking a look at the Raptors tonight, Pascal Siakam, 22 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Norman Powell, 24 points, four rebounds, six assists. And Fred Van Vliet, 12 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists. Two steals and four blocks. Very solid from Fred Van Vliet tonight. Um, but it really just didn't go the Raptors' way. Um, what, what do you think is up ahead for both uh, Philly and the Raptors going forward? Uh, for Philly, I think this is pretty much their year. I think other than the Nets, I don't think there's any team that's really going to be able to beat them, especially if um, Embiid is able to kind of just kind of go to another level in the playoffs. He's probably, I, th I think you could make a good argument for him being the best center in, in the league. He's like top, top three for sure. So it's going to be really interesting to see how far they go. And for the Raptors, um, it's kind of hard to see how they'll be able to perform in the playoffs. Hopefully they'll be able to make the conference finals at least, but it's going to be um, pretty tough for sure. All right. And just getting to some of the other games still underway uh, in the fourth quarter, Dallas Mavericks are leading the Boston Celtics. Um, also in the fourth quarter, we have the Milwaukee Bucks leading the Minnesota Timberwolves. And games that are just starting the first quarter, we have uh, Portland Trailblazers against Denver Nuggets and Washington Wizards against the LA Clippers. So um, those games are just getting underway. Um, 
I want to move now into the um, ball pickups, uh, just some players that uh, Nate and I like uh, to pick up for fantasy basketball. Um, I'll start with a couple picks and then I'll get to you for a couple picks and then I'll finish off my picks and then I'll get back to you so you can finish off the rest of your picks. Um, I just want to start off uh, with uh, one guy, uh, Josh Richardson, uh, who's been really solid as of late. I was very surprised when he wasn't owned in over 50% of leagues. I believe he's close to 50% of leagues. Yeah, he's about 48% rostered, about 5% added in the last week. So he's definitely someone that needs to be jumped on. Um, in his last two games, he's averaged 16 points. He's averaged around five rebounds, around two assists. Uh, he usually has about a steal per game. Um, his percentages for free throws been perfect, and for uh, field goals been around 0.500. So he's been very solid in almost all, in pretty much all those categories that I mentioned. So Josh Richards, Josh Richardson, definitely someone uh, to jump on from the waiver wire if he's available. And just looking at another uh, player from the Dallas uh, Mavericks is uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, he's just been very solid. Um, in his last two games, he's averaged 20 points. He's averaged five rebounds, averaged three assists, and he's uh, gotten about uh, an average of 0.5 steals uh, per game. So that's it's a little bit low. But uh, if you're looking for other stats uh, for free throw, uh, he's made um, eight out of nine free throws in his past two games. I mean, his field goal percentage is uh, close to 0.600, so very high, uh, especially for a guard. So uh, he's definitely someone that you should be looking to pick up. He's 15% rostered in Yahoo leagues, and he's been added over 10% in the last week. So Brunson, definitely hop on him. For deep leagues, he's a must. And definitely, if you're looking for someone with solid stats in, in standard leagues, definitely go and add him uh, from the waiver. And uh, Nate, let me get to you for a couple picks. Who do you like this week? So I'll start with uh, two Clippers picks. Um, the first one is Avika Zubak. Um, he is about 37% rostered. And uh, he's the rank um, 80th player in fantasy right now. He has 8.3 points, 6.7 rebounds, 1.1 assists. And he's had multiple uh, games where he's had um over that so his last his last game he got uh 13 points eight rebounds and one assist on 85.7 percent field goal his field goal is a little streaky so he is gonna have a lot of up and down in points but for rebounds he's really solid so if you uh need a center who has some good upside and he's really consistent in rebounds you should probably pick him up and uh for my next Clippers pick, it's Patrick Beverly again. Um, he So far, he has 8.5 points, 4.1 rebounds, and 2.2 assists. Um, he's a player who's uh, pretty good defensively. He gets um, a steal about not like every game, but like he gets them pretty often. And he's been uh, getting at least one assist every game. Um, he's more of a deep league pick he's about 15 percent rostered so i would say that it's mostly if you kind of have somebody who's injured right now and you need kind of another uh point guard to kind of fill the spot or you need another shooting guard to fill the spot i think you should uh kind of pick him up for that uh he does occasionally have um weeks where he'll score um, double digits, but he's kind of streaky, so he's more of a deep league pick. 
So yeah, those are kind of two of my picks. Yeah, just getting to some more picks of mine. Um, I like Robert Williams, center for the Boston Celtics. Uh, he's about uh, 35% owned in Yahoo leagues, but added 25% in the last week. So people are really jumping on this guy. Um, he's just been solid overall. Um, he, he, I know he's only been averaging uh, around 10 points, uh, but his rebounds have been solid close to 10 uh, per game. I'd say in his last five games, uh, he's been adding an assist here or there. Uh, definitely for blocks, people are adding him. He's had two games straight of four blocks so that's fantastic uh, his turnover rates very low um his percentages are, are very good as usual for a center um but from the line he has not been great so um if you're looking to add him it's more strictly for rebounds blocks and field goal i know for free throw he's going to hurt you and he might not put up as many points as you as you may like for a player you're picking up but uh, i guess if you're just struggling in, in those few categories i mentioned he's a good pickup um, and then just going to some more picks of mine. I'm surprised Joe Ingles isn't 50% owned in leagues yet. He's been playing solid for the Utah Jazz, as we mentioned. Um, he's just been solid uh, in his last game. He had a 21 points, five rebounds, six assists. Um, just a solid shooting as well as he, uh, in his last, I'd say, four games, he's been averaging around 0.600 shooting, which is fantastic. And he's also been perfect from the line. So uh, great for uh, free throws as well. Uh, he's, he dropped seven threes in his last game. So fantastic stuff. Joe Ingles, um, he's close to 50%, so he might not be available, but if he is, he's a must-add. Um, and then just one more pick uh, I'll add is uh, Sabin Lee from the Detroit Pistons. I know they've been sort of rotating in their young guys. He's another young guy that's been rotated in there, a point guard. He's been 11% added in the last week. So definitely people are jumping on him in his last game. He had a 21 points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, just fantastic numbers. And uh, he's been averaging a point, uh, close to a point 600 uh, field goal, which is solid. Um, his free throw has been here and there, you know, about, a little below average. So he might hurt you a little bit there. But other than that, especially for deep leagues, uh, he's a solid pickup at 11% ownage. So definitely someone to look at if you need a guard uh, in fantasy basketball. And I'll go to you for the rest of your picks. Sure. Um, so my third pick is Tristan Thompson for the Boston Celtics. Right now, he's about 30% uh, rostered. Um, he was, uh, he's gone up nine uh, percent in the last day uh he's averaging 7.6 points 8.2 rebounds and 0 0.9 assists so he's mostly a player that will get you uh rebounds and points um he's a very good uh deep league uh pick but he's also a good uh, shallow league pick as well i think he's uh he's mostly uh good for kind of if you need a power forward or a center off the bench, you could kind of pick him up for that. And uh, he's pretty consistent in his field goal. His last few games, he's gotten over 500. So I wouldn't worry too much about like if he would have like a big drop off in his points. And his rebounds, he gets a lot of rebounds uh, pretty much every night. So you don't have to worry too much about that and he occasionally gets to the free throw line um he is about over 500 in most of his games where he's gone to the free free throw line uh he's only gotten less less than that like a couple of times so that's good 
So that's uh, Tristan Thompson in a, in a nutshell. I think that most, I think, yeah, I'd say like most people should be kind of, if they're not thinking to add him, at least put him on your watch list and kind of see where he goes. And uh, my next pick is C.D. Osman for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he, so far, he's averaging 11.3 points, 3.5 rebounds, and 2.7 assists. And uh, he just came off a win he, uh, against Atlanta. Um, he got 11 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, and he had a 100% uh, free throw rating and a 42% field goal rating. So it was a pretty solid night for him. Um, in terms of scoring, he's not the most consistent, but he does have some um, upside, and he can fill in multiple categories for you as well. So if you're in a deep league and you see um, Osman, I suggest that you um, pick him up. And for my fifth pick, I have Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, he's getting uh, 8.9 points, 5 rebounds, 1.3 assists. Um, he's another deep league pickup, but he gets um, major minutes. He's gotten over 25 minutes every game. Um, his last few games, he's gotten over 30. So you don't have to worry about um, not having enough minutes from him. Um, he's mostly good for rebounds, but he can um, have some good days where he can score a decent amount as well. Um, so yeah, he's mostly, a, I guess, a deep, a deep league uh, pickup for now. But I'd say that uh, you should kind of put him on your watch list as well and kind of see where he goes. And my last pick is going to be Patrick Williams. Uh, he's getting 10 points, 4.8 rebounds, and 1.2 assists. Um, he's another player who's getting a lot of minutes. He's gotten over 25 minutes uh, every game for the past month so far. And has... I think his last game against Houston, he got 14.7 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. So pretty good. Um, that was a pretty good uh, night for him. And he has um, a pretty good upside. He gets a decent amount of rebounds and a decent amount of points. So if you're looking for somebody off the bench or if you're in a deep league, you should pick him up as well. And so that's pretty much all the picks that I have for this week. All right, that sounds good. Um, I think we can agree that those are all some uh, good pickups. And yeah, um, definitely um, the players were letting you guys know about, they're definitely must-adds, especially some of Date's more deeper league pickups. I know he usually specializes specializes in that. So um, yeah, Nate, thanks for that. Um, let's move yeah, on no to um, the All-Star announcements uh, for uh, this uh, week, um, they announced both the starters and the reserves. So I just wanted to get into that a little bit. Um, I'll read off the names that were selected uh, for the East, and you can just give me maybe one or two guys off the top of your head that you thought were snubbed from the All-Star team. And then also uh, name off the West, and then I guess I can uh, give off a name or two in my head uh, of players that were snubbed. Uh, so just looking at the East first. Um 
uh, we got Kevin Durant, who was named a captain from the Brooklyn Nets. Yanis uh, Antetokounmpo uh, from the Bucks is a starter. Bradley Beal from the Wizards is a starter. Joel Embiid from the 76ers, also a starter, as well as Kyrie Irving, also from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, those are your five starters. And then looking at the reserves, we've got Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics, as well as Jason Tatum from the, from the Celtics. Uh, we've got James Harden, also from the Brooklyn Nets. Zach Levine from the Chicago Bulls. Julius Randle from the New York Knicks. Uh, ben Simmons uh, from the Philadelphia 76ers. And Nikola Vucevic from the Orlando Magic as well as Doc Rivers, uh, 76ers head coach, uh, to be uh, Katie's uh, head coach for the All-Star game. Um, just some of your thoughts off the top of your head, one or two guys that were snubbed. Uh, could be from the Raptors, your team. Uh, could maybe uh, one from another team as well. I don't know, just off the top of your head, who do you think was snubbed off, to, off of uh, the Eastern Conference players? Um, I guess just off the top of my head, it's probably understandable because the – the Raptors haven't had the best record this year, so they probably didn't look for any um, Raptors players to kind of make the list. So I guess I would say um, Kyle Lowry and Siakam. Uh, they've both had some solid year. Assault. They both had a solid um, year so far. Um, Lowry's been injured, so he probably wouldn't be able to make the, the list anyway. But I think he's still a really good um, point guard, especially for his age. He's um, in his mid-30s, late-30s, and he's still putting up um, really good numbers. So uh, hopefully next year he'll make the all-star team. We'll see. But uh, kind of unfortunate he couldn't make it. And uh, for Siakam, uh, I think he's an all-star level player. Maybe not necessarily a first option or like a superstar or anything like that so far. Um, I think for that, his shooting might need to improve a little bit more. But I do think that he would normally be an all-star level player if um, the Raptors had kind of a better record. But they, they, kind, they kind of were struggling. So it's understandable that they kind of overlook... I guess a lot of player players from the Raptors this season, but yeah, hopefully they'll be able to make the all-star team next season. Yeah, for sure. I definitely can agree with you on a lot of those points. And uh, just looking at the, the Western conference selections, we got uh, LeBron James as the captain. Um, Well-deserved. He's a 17 time all-star in his career. So fantastic from him. Um, and then uh, the, the rest of the starters, uh, Steph Curry from Golden State Warriors, uh, Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets, and Kawhi Leonard from the LA Clippers. Some solid selections there. And then uh, the reserves for the, from the Western Conference, we have uh, Anthony Davis from the Lakers, Paul George from the LA Clippers, Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz, Damian Lillard from the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, we got Donovan Mitchell also from the Jazz, uh, Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, and Zion Williamson from the New Orleans Pelicans uh, with Quinn Snyder, uh, the Jazz's head coach, uh, to coach uh, LeBron's team. So um, as far as we know, there will be a draft uh, to selecting these players. Um, both uh, KD and LeBron will sit down and pick their teams for the All-Star. So it will be a mix of Eastern and Western stars on each team. 
And I guess just looking at, at the West selections, uh, a couple of missions that I've noticed um, as a Spurs fan, opening uh, DeMar DeRozan, uh, he's had a solid year. I think he definitely was someone who should have been selected. I know he's missed some games, whether it's due to injury or illness or whatever, but I definitely think he should have been selected to the All-Star, as well as just off the top of my head. I'm surprised Devin Booker wasn't selected. Um, he's definitely been putting up monster stats as of late. I would have selected him over Chris Paul. I, I guess just because of Chris Paul's pedigree, maybe he was selected uh, over uh, Booker. You know, they they want that name value uh, when people tune into the All-Star game. So, you know, seeing someone like Chris Paul at point guard is, is familiarity to a lot of casual NBA viewers. So I guess maybe they that could have been one of the reasons, but I, I think Devin Booker was another guy that should have been selected. So those are just two off the top of my head. Um, but for the ones that were selected, uh, well-deserved, um, do you have any other thoughts regarding uh, the All-Star team or the All-Star game or, or just anything All-Star in general? Uh, I really agree with uh, Devin Booker, kind of. I think based on, just on numbers, he kind of deserved it. He's having a really good um, scoring season. I think he's averaging 24 points this season. So, again, really yeah, solid. Pretty solid from, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and I was wondering... I guess a lot of, oh yeah, there's also Mike Conley. Um, he's pretty solid every year. He's one of the best point guards in the league, in my opinion. You could easily have put him on the roster, but again, it's uh. There's a lot of jazz players already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Plus you the, can't have the jazz the whole coach. Jazz. The jazz coach is one of the coaches, so that's a, that's three there already. You so, might as well just put the Jazz as the All-Star team at this point. <laughs> pretty much. Like, we could say the same thing about Brooklyn. They have three as well. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Um, and then now just looking at the uh, standings, um, sort of the way things have been shaping up. Um, in terms of the East, uh, as you know, uh, Philadelphia, uh, all the way to Indiana. Um, they're, those two teams, they're, they're well over 500. Um, with Indiana being just over 500. And then you got uh, the Raptors who are 500 after tonight's game. Uh, the Celtics, uh, their game was still going on while, while I checked. Uh, they're also 500. So they're in the fifth and sixth spots. Then you got the Knicks and the Bulls who are just below 500 in the seventh and eighth spots. And then with the, the Hornets, Heat and Hawks following, um, yeah, just just looking at those Eastern standings, uh, what do you think in terms of playoff teams? Uh, who do you think sort of gets in? I think from Boston up, it should be uh, guaranteed, but maybe that seventh and eighth spot. Who do you like there? Seventh and eighth spot. I think I would put um, maybe the Heat if they can kind of catch up. I'm pretty sure that they can, so I'd put them at seventh, and maybe I'd put the Knicks at eighth because they've been having – um, a really good season for them this year. I think this is probably their best season in a long time. So I wouldn't count them out. And I think, yeah, that should that should probably be your uh, final roster. Um, in in uh, just, just the way I see it, um, I really like the Chicago Bulls better than the New York Knicks, especially the way the Bulls have been playing. They've been playing really solid. As of late, they've won... Uh, I believe six or seven out of their last 10. Um, and that's very solid. I think that sh uh, Chicago can get up to that seventh spot. And then I do think Miami, they've also won seven out of their last 10. So more solid stuff from them. I think they can get into that eighth spot. 
I think that should round out your teams. Um, I know you you think that the Knicks will do it. So I guess uh, with all those teams being so close, uh, we'll definitely have to see the uh, the way they're going to shape out uh, in the Eastern Conference. And then I guess just moving to the West, uh, you have a lot uh, of, of better teams with better records uh, from the uh, sixth spot up. So from Utah, who's in first, down to the Spurs, who are sixth. All those teams have five hundred, five or more games above five hundred, so they're they're definitely the solid teams in the West. And then you got Denver and Golden State, who are uh, just about two games uh, over five hundred. And then uh, the teams below ninth and lower, they're all under five hundred. So uh, you got Dallas there, you got Memphis, and then the Pelicans are a little bit further than that, and then Sacramento and the others are even further than that. So um, do you think either Dallas or Memphis can get in uh, or do you see Denver and Golden State uh, holding their, their playoff spots? I'd say it'll be um, really tough to kind of try to pull ahead of uh, Denver or the Warriors. Um, Curry's been having arguably an MVP level season um, and he's really been uh, carrying this team. So it's going to be really tough. Um, If they do make it, it'll be over the Warriors, but I don't really see them making it over the Warriors this season. Yeah, just looking at the the West myself, I think that uh, Denver and Golden State should be able to hold uh, their playoff spots. And um, I don't know if uh, teams uh, from the Grizzlies down will be able to sort of uh, catch up, but I, I think that Dallas will be in that playoff race. Um, but ultimately, it looks like uh, the Warriors and the Nuggets should hold on to their playoff spots. Uh, I know for the Nuggets, Jamal Murray's sort of getting it going. Uh, so I think he's he's been really solid for them as of late. And as you mentioned, uh, with Golden State, Steph Curry's just been playing unreal basketball. So I think it's going to be tough uh, for the Warriors to get unseated. But I guess we never know. With Dallas, they could just turn it on. I mean, they have won six out of their last ten. So it is possible. And I think it'll be an interesting uh, playoff race going forward. Yeah, for sure. Uh, every team is like, they're trying to like make that push right now. So we're probably going to see kind of um, a much higher level of basketball than we have been seeing for earlier in the season. Yeah, for sure. And just looking at uh, some of the games um, for Wednesday, just previewing um, just taking a look, uh, Golden State uh, against the Indiana Pacers. Um, I don't know what, what do you see in this game? Uh, do you see the Warriors taking it? Do you see the Pacers? Do you see the Pacers taking it? Do you think it's going to be close? Do you think it might be a blowout? Uh, just what's your opinion on that game? I'm not really too sure who's going to win, but I think it'll be close. Um, Golden State is they've been having a really good defensive year. So uh, I don't think that that's going to be like a blowout on Golden State side. And Indiana is also had, they're not necessarily like the best, but they've had a good, they've had a good defensive year as well. So I think that um, Golden State, I would say that they kind of have a little bit of an advantage based on the way Steph Curry is playing, but it's going to be close for sure. Yeah, I think uh, Indiana has opened up as the favorites uh, projected heading into this game. Um, 
being the home team, I think that's what makes them sort of the favorite. Both teams have very similar records. So I think it's definitely going to be a close game uh, for sure. So um, definitely keep an eye on that. Um, just looking at uh, the Boston Celtics against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think that both teams need the the win really badly. In my opinion, I think the Celtics do win this game, but what do you think about this? Um, I'd say the Celtics have the advantage this game as well. Yeah, um, even though Atlanta's home, they have been on sort of that skid um, as of late. Uh, they really haven't played their best basketball. I know that they've lost seven out of their last 10, which is not good. Um, so definitely you want to keep an eye on that game to see sort of which team moves ahead. Uh, I know uh, Boston definitely uh, needs to bump up their record a little bit. And then just looking at another game, Cleveland against Houston, the Cavaliers just coming off the victory as we talked about, and the Rockets coming off of a loss. Um, Cleveland is home for this game. Uh, who do you like? Do you think it's going to be close or do you think it might be a blowout? Um. I'm not really too sure, to be honest. I think anything can happen. <laughs> uh, would you say it's a closer game? Uh, would you say that the team that wins might win by quite a bit? Or, or what would you say? Uh, maybe cl- a little bit closer. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, Houston is due for a win. I mean, they, they've lost eight in a row. They've lost nine out of ten. It's been a really bad streak for Houston. Uh, Cleveland coming off of a victory in their last game. So... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Cleveland also um, had a nine-game skid before they won this game. So but both teams are in the dumps. Um, yeah, like you said, it might be close, but we'll definitely have to see uh, what's going to happen with this game. We've also got the Raptors in action again. They'll be up against the Miami Heat. Big game for both teams. Uh, playoff implications, potentially. Um yeah, um, both of these uh, two teams are definitely trying to uh, boost their records. Um, I know you're a Raptors fan. Do you like the Raptors here on the road, or do you think that Miami will continue uh, their hot uh, streak of games? Well, hopefully the Raptors can take it. But yeah, as you said, it's gonna it's not gonna be an easy win, especially with Miami making their playoff push. But hopefully the Raptors can take it. Yeah, I think that definitely. Uh, this game's going to be close. Uh, this game uh, is definitely going to be um, down to the wire near the end. Um, I, I think for me also, it's tough to say who's going to come out on top. Um, but yeah, um, I know you're definitely rooting for the Raptors. So let's see if they can get it done. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did take a game off of Philly. Not not the game that just happened, but the game before. So there is a possibility, but Miami isn't. Um, just going to just stand there and let them take it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a good game. And uh, just looking at another game, the 7-24 and 24 Timberwolves against the 14-16 and 16 Chicago Bulls. I think it's safe to say the Bulls should take this game. Uh, do you think it's going to be close? Do you think it's going to be a blowout? What do you think? Um, I'd say the Chicago Bulls are going to take it for sure. Uh, in terms of a blowout, I'd say... Maybe not like a major blowout, like the new blowouts that we've been seeing, like 40-point blowouts. It's not going to be that, I hope, but like maybe like a 20-point blowout. Yeah, I know that uh, definitely for people that uh, 
like gambling on the over. Chicago Bulls have been hitting the over in most of their games. They've really been scoring points. So definitely that might be something to look at uh, for the Bulls if they do blow out. Uh, They're definitely heavy favorites in this game. Um, so definitely, um, Chicago, I think is, is looking like the team that will win this game. They've been playing really well as of late as well. So I think Chicago is definitely the team that I like there as well. Um, just looking at, um, uh, another game, the Detroit Pistons up against the new Orleans Pelicans. I like the Pelicans here. I don't know about you. What do you think for this game? Um, I th- kind of like. Uh, the Pelicans over the Pistons in this game as well. Uh, especially with uh, Zion being in the all-star game, I think he's going to probably try to, I guess, increase his level of play now. Um, in terms of a, a spread for this game, um, the spread right now is uh, around 10 points. Do you think that the uh, Pelicans can win by 10 or more as they are favored? Or, or do you think that Detroit can come and make this game close? Um, I think it's possible for them to kind of get 10 points um they're a a hard team to stop when they get going so i think it's possible yeah for sure zion has been playing very well as of late and the spurs are finally getting a game tomorrow i'm really happy about this they haven't been playing in a while they've had a lot of their games postponed they are up against the okc thunder they are on the road but i do believe the spurs pull out of this i'm really hoping as a fan um, they might not have DeMar DeRozan, but I still think this team can definitely uh, pull it out the way they've been playing. They've been playing very solid. If DeRozan does play, that's that would be fantastic for them. Um, do you see the Spurs winning? Um, and do you see a big win? Do you see a close win? Uh, what do you think between the Spurs and the Thunder? Um, I think it's going to be close. I do uh, hope the Spurs would win because of DeRozan, but We'll see. I think if uh, DeRozan plays, then I think it's going to be, I guess, more than just a close win. But I'd say if DeRozan doesn't play, it'll probably be a close win. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think I can agree with that. And then uh, the Charlotte Hornets are at the Phoenix Suns tomorrow, uh, which is Wednesday. Um, And yeah, I think Phoenix takes this. Um, Do I think Charlotte can keep it close? I think so. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Charlotte's been playing pretty good this season, so I think they'll probably be able to kind of keep the game close. Yeah, um, I, I know that uh, Phoenix has been playing some of their best basketball as of late, so it'll definitely be interesting to see if they can keep it going in this game. And just one more game to preview for Wednesday's slate. Uh, we got the the 25 and 6 Utah Jazz against the 22 and 10 LA Lakers. So big game. Lakers coming off a tough overtime loss uh, to the Wizards. Um, I don't know. Can they bounce back in this game? I know the the line opened up at uh, eight and a half point favorites uh, for the Utah Jazz. Um, do you think that Utah can win by eight and a half, or do you think that the Lakers can make it close, or do you think that the Lakers could even win this game? Um, it's going to be hard to see the Lakers win as weird as, as it sounds, mostly just because of how good Utah has been playing. So it's definitely possible that you could kind of see an 8.5 uh, point difference. 
Yeah, I know that it is going to be tough uh, for the Lakers to, you know, just just get anything done in the paint against this team. Uh, it's just, it's been so tough, um, you know, j- just seeing how they lost uh, to the Wizards. Normally that wouldn't happen with AD in the lineup, but yeah, y- you might be seeing a blowout here if, uh, unless LeBron really puts this team on his back, like we've seen him do in the past. Um, but yeah, um, now I'm not really sure uh, in terms of a spread, but I think Utah definitely does win this game. Um, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, but I, I think that it, in terms of picking which team is going to win, I definitely think Utah. Yeah, for sure. All right, and that's the end of our previews for Wednesday's game slate. All right, just before we wrap up uh, this uh, big-time basketball podcast, uh, uh, with us we have one of our um, – sort of sort of background guys for the podcast uh his name is clark uh he does a lot of the uh editing uh in terms of logos and all sorts of things he's also uh built some of the social media up for the podcast as well as shared many of the podcasts and uh we just want to say a happy birthday to him so uh what's up clark what's up man uh we just want to say happy birthday to you um and we, we just want to thank you for all that you've done for the podcast. Um, uh, if there's anything you want to say about basketball, I know you, you're a Golden State fan. Um, just let us know what you think about the team and how they're doing this year. Well, man, um, you know, having a Steph Curry in the, in the board is the best. Like, he carry you all the way. You know what I mean? And then Drake watching the show thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Toronto man, your boy. Yeah. Yo, what about oh. James Wiseman? You think he's the best rookie this year? Yeah, James James Wiseman's the best. Like you know, never for sale, never for sale. When people like you know trying to like um you know trade you like something like higher or something, never trade Wiseman. He's the goat. Hey. Tell you, he's the goat, man. All right, man. Uh, you th- you think Golden State's gonna win this year? You think they can go to the finals? Hope so. Like you know, I'm. I want to see that like Golden State like win this champ today, like this year. Like, I want to see that like golden trophies right there. Yeah, man. Steph Curry's the MVP this year. For real, like it is. Like, it's like you know, like you're just like eating like like chicken curry in an Indian <laughs> store. That's it. You mm. the the spice it will kick you. That's it. Yo, yeah, I think he's been playing pretty good this year. I think he has a chance at being MVP. Well, Clark, well, we just want to say as we're wrapping up this podcast, thanks for all, all that right, you've man. done for the podcast. And once again, just happy birthday. Thanks, man. All right. So all right. that's going to be the end of the uh, Fantasy Fanatics podcast, Big Time Basketball. And uh, we'll be back uh, later in the week uh, with both football and hockey, as well as uh, next week, uh, either Monday or Tuesday for some more big time basketball. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. Yeah.